was booked for a Thursday night private function once. Not much else was said in that text, other than checking I was still available on that date, and it gave me an approximate location for the event. I worked with this guy a lot, he wasn't always great with details at times, so I didn't worry about it too much or think more beyond that really at the time. I said yes, certainly available on that date, and I'll put it in my diary. He sent me another text saying he'd send me more details when he had them. Well, a few days before the gig, I messaged him again because he had never gotten back to me as he'd promised. I'd sent him a couple of other messages prior to this to confirm that it was on. The approximate location was a two-hour drive from where I lived at the time. I didn't really want to do that and arrive at the venue and then go, oh, there's nothing on. We don't know what you're talking about. I've been there before. It's not fun. Anyway, he did reply this time. said, yes, it's still on. He gave me a street in a suburb to drive to, and he told me to call him when I arrived at the start of the street. Uh, in fact, there was a service station at the top of the street. He said, just pull in there, give me a call, and I'll guide you in from there. The street was a little bit tricky, according to him. Well, I did that. I arrived at the servo, rang him, and uh, he told me that someone would, would come out and indicate where to go with a flashlight. All the street lights were off that night. Now, maybe this was an omen. I didn't see any ro uh, ravens or crows, though, but it wouldn't have surprised me with uh, you know, what was to happen. I drove along the street. There were factories and warehouses everywhere. I'd been expecting a house from what had been implied to me in the uh, brief exchange that we'd had about this gig. But no, this was an industrial area. And I don't think I'd ever been in this suburb before. After a minute or so, a torchlight flashed at me. I pulled into a driveway and the figure holding the torch waved me on, indicating to keep going down the driveway. It was so dark I really couldn't make out much about them. I assume it was a man, but, it, but assuming it was a he, he was in the shadows and the only visible lights were from my car, obviously not pointing at him, and his torch, which was in front of him. So I could just kind of see this silhouette there. I drove for a couple of hundred metres past a couple of big warehouses or factories. I came to a stop at a gate um, that was you know, at the front of a compound. By now I was starting to wonder what the hell was going on. The walls around the compound had barbed wire running along the top. My spidey senses were starting to tingle. The gate drew back and on the other side was a large bald man with spiderweb tats on his skull, wearing his club colours. Oh crap, I'm at a bikey clubhouse, was uh, my first thought. If you've heard my earlier account of playing at a bikey funeral, you know that I'm scared of them. I was punched by a bikey when I was 12 on uh, Pitt Street in Sydney because I walked in front of his woman at lunchtime on the first day of school holidays out the front of the movies as thousands of other kids were walking by. I've seen some pretty nasty fights break out in pubs and clubs where they've turned up has been not good. Now, I really wanted to leave, but I couldn't just turn around and go this late into it. Anyway, we set up, we played a couple of sets, and we were generally ignored by them. I was on my guard at all times. There were only maybe a handful of women there at most, but around 70 guys. I did my best not to make eye, eye contact with the few women who were on hand, 
and I didn't speak to them apart from saying thank you to one who brought me a drink during one of our sets. The overall gig was a non-event in many ways. They just weren't interested in, what, in us or what we were doing. And to be honest, that was just fine with me. But after we packed up, one of them walked over and introduced himself. He said he'd asked where I was off to now and felt that a, uh, a two-hour drive was too much for me to, to undertake at this time of night. He insisted that I stay at his place and then leave whenever I needed to in the morning. I thanked him for his polite officer, but said no thank you. He reiterated his concerns and the offer once more, and then added that if I needed clean clothes, different shoes, or anything else for tomorrow, he'd make sure I had whatever it was that I needed, or whatever it was that I might want that evening. I thanked him once again, and then realising he wasn't going to accept no for an answer, told him that I had an appointment early in the morning, and I needed my diary, which had some uh, very important information in it, and I had not brought that with me. I had left it in my flat, as I didn't expect this generous offer to stay here overnight. That seemed like a reasonable excuse to the guy, so he thanked me once again for, once again for playing, before pressing a scrap of paper into my hand. On it was a phone number. He then told me if I was ever being hassled at a pub or club while I was playing, I was to call him. They'd come in and sort it out for me. He also went on to say that if I was playing, in an, playing at a venue and the crowd wasn't big enough for me or not responding in a way I liked, to let him know. And he'd have some of the boys come down and hang out with me. This guy told me that I'd done something for them, so now they wanted to repay the favour. I insisted that there was really no need, and I thanked him for the opportunity of playing at their clubhouse, but that wasn't enough for him. Anyway, we shook hands and I set off. On the way home, I had, put some, I had to put some petrol in the car. I took his phone number from my pocket and I threw that scrap of paper in the bin next to the browser as I put the petrol in. There was no way I was ever going to call him for help. Imagine if I did. I'd be in his debt forever. And imagine if you know someone had a go at me at a pub or club at a gig and I called them and they came in and beat the crap out of him as if I would ever work again. Anyway, the number went in the bin, and as I said, it was a fairly forgettable gig, so I didn't really think about it for a few years. Until one morning I was watching breakfast TV news, and what was the lead story? The guy who had wanted me to stay at his place? He was being shown led away by the police in handcuffs for murdering a guy from a rival gang. Unbelievable. Now, if you've enjoyed this or the other podcasts in this series and would like me to keep going, perhaps you could consider joining my Patreon page or you could buy me a coffee. There'll be a link in the text.